Blog Talk Radio. Morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yoke of the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience is that you would hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at www.yoketothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode. Today our episode is entitled DNA, What's All the Fuss About? So why is DNA important? Well, it is considered the code of life. That's critical. That's huge. It is considered the code of life. DNA stands for deoxyribonucleic acid. It's the genetic code that determines all the characteristics of living things. Basically, your DNA is what makes you, you. My DNA makes me, me. You got your DNA from your parents. I get my DNA from my parents, and we call it hereditary material. And that's all the information that is passed on to the next generation. Nobody else in the world will have DNA the same as you or I unless we have an identical twin. That's what's unique about DNA. DNA is distinctive characteristics or qualities of someone or something, especially when regarded as unchangeable. So we know DNA has become very popular in forensic testings and has been used for uh, solving crimes. Genetic testing is used to determine genetic defects and diseases. And then, of course, DNA testing will reveal our ancestry makeup. So I'm not a scientist, a medical researcher, and really cannot intelligently talk about molecular structure, chromosomes, codes, or its complexities. So for the 15 minutes that we have together, I want to take you back to the origin of mankind, and then I'll let you ask yourself, what is all the fuss about? We do have a lineage that can be traced all the way back to the beginning of the human race. So I went to AncestryDNA.com, and this is what their headlines reads. Seven million people have learned about more about themselves. Are you next? From discovering their ethnicity to connecting with distant relatives, the largest DNA network in the world is helping more people find the singular story in their DNA. Yours is just as unique, revealing traces of your family history, who your ancestors were, and where they came from. I noticed that the kit that they offer, that well, they will mail it to your home, you do your DNA swab and send it back, and it's tested. It used to be $99, and I noticed on the website that it's been reduced to $79. So I get that people are curious. We want to know as much as we can about our family of origins, our histories, and our ancestry, and our genetic coding, and who we're related to, and what ethnic makeup we have. And all of that information can be beneficial for many reasons. I know people have used DNA and ancestry uh, uh, information to locate missing family members, 
to get a hold of uh, documented medical history, uh, to learn more about their family of origins, and then also for adopted families, uh, children, to be able to locate their birth families. I want us to go all the way back to the beginning, and I want us to consider our lineage starting with Eve and Adam in the garden and then moving forward. And I want to take you through a quick story that's going to be from the Bible so that we can ask ourselves, what's all the fuss about? So let's go all the way back to Genesis, the first book in the Old Testament. We're going to look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, and it reads, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then if we move to Genesis chapter 6 and look at verse 6, it says, The Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth, and his heart was deeply troubled. And then let's drop down to verses 8 through 13 in Genesis chapter 6 and see what it says. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. And in verse 13 it says, So God said to Noah, I am going to put an end to all people, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. Then if we turn to Genesis chapter 7 and look at verse 1, it says, The Lord then said to Noah, Go into the ark, you and your whole family, because I have found you righteous in this generation. And then in Genesis chapter 7, if we drop down to verses 21 through 23, it reads, Every living thing that moved on land perished. Birds, livestock, wild animals, all the creatures that swarm over the earth and all mankind. Verse 22 says, everything on dry land that had breath of life in its nostrils died. Every living thing on the face of the earth was wiped out. People and animals and the creatures that move along the ground and the birds were wiped from the earth Only Noah was left and those with him in the ark. Genesis 8.16 says, Come out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. So here we have an account of God creating male and female. We have him being displeased with what he had created. He made a declaration that he was going to wipe out everything on the earth. But he found a blameless man named Noah and his family, and he told them to go into the ark. And now in Genesis chapter 8, verse 16, it says, Come out of the ark, you and your family, and your sons and their wives. And then in Genesis chapter 10, verse 1, We have an account of Shem, Ham, and Japheth, Noah's sons, who themselves had sons after the flood. So Genesis chapter 10 goes on to say in verse 32, These are the clans of Noah's sons, according to their lines of descent, within their nations. From these the nations spread out over the earth after the flood. 
In Genesis chapter 10, I discovered several years ago, and I was just ecstatic when I found out about it. It tells us the ethnological table of Noah's family. This chapter is also considered to be the table of nations because it lists Noah and his descendants. And this is an, an early account, uh, uh, early writing of uh, the ethnological table uh, of the ancient world as we would know it. And it was compiled centuries before the Homeric writings. So now we've got God telling them to go into the ark, and then everything was perished in chapter 7, mankind, birds, livestock. And then in Genesis chapter 8, God is saying, come out of the ark after the 40 days and the 40 nights, the flood, the universal flood, I must say. And he's saying, come out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. And then we have an account of Noah's three sons. Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and then we have the listing of uh, all of the lines of their descent. So we now have what we call the table of nations. So let's move into Genesis chapter 11 and look at verses 7 through 8. And it says, come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there over all the earth, and they stopped building the city. Now, this is the account of God scattering the human race, and the sons of Noah and their descendants migrated and settled in the following areas. So, you know, we all are descendants of Eve and Adam. We know that there was the fall, and then we know the universal came, and then the whole, all everything was wiped out. If you believe in the universal flood, there was nothing left except for the family that was in the ark. And then they came out of the ark, and then they populated the world again. They started to populate the earth. And then this, this group of people started to build this structure, and they wanted it to reach all the way up to heaven. God then again was upset and he said well okay he had made a promise that he would never destroy the earth by water again by flood and uh place the rainbow in the sky uh but but now he's saying okay so in, in genesis 11 7 we're, we're let's confuse their language this so that they don't understand each other and let's scatter them and that's exactly what happened so uh we have this account where god scattered uh, the human race and Noah and their descendants migrated and settled in the following areas. So we've got Shem. He went to Asia. He was the father of the nations of the ancient Near East, including the Israelite and the Jewish religions. And therefore, Judaism, Islam, and Christianity sprang from the line of Shem. The Semites were known for their religious zeal. Ham, his other son, went to Africa. He and his wife, Ham and his wife, had sons, and they became the father of the nations of Africa. And the Hamites were known for their physical endurance. And then we have his third son, Japheth, who went to Europe. He was responsible for the Caucasoids or the Caucasians. And uh, Japheth's descendants were far-reaching because they settled in the European countries. And the Japhethites were known for their intellectual activity. Each of these families settled in a particular area, and human migration continued and reached the uttermost parts of the world. Now, I know the world was configured differently and over the different um, uh, 
points in history, uh, things changed. Uh, continents were, that were connected uh, split apart, and we had the Ice Age, and then we ended up with lots of water and seas and so on and so forth. And I can't tell you exactly how the world was configured back then, but I know that the human migration continued, and it did reach the uttermost parts of the world. So personally, I know of individuals who are interested in learning more about their family of origin, and they want answers to such questions as, from what country did my ancestors come, and what is my dominant race, and who are my distant relatives? I also have family members and friends who have submitted their home testing DNA kits to receive their results and now know more than they know more now than they knew before. But again, that question comes back is knowing God is the creator of the heavens and the earth and all things not enough. If you believe in the account of the universal flood in the Bible, then you'll agree we are descendants of either Ham, Shem, or Japheth. And technically, we go all the way back to Eve and Adam. But Noah and his family survived the flood, and the earth was populated by Noah's sons and their descendants. I encourage you to go back and read Genesis chapter 10, the table of nations, and it's in its entirety, and research Shem, Ham, and Japheth and see the areas where their descendants migrated and settled. If your descendants are from Assyria or Syria or Asia Minor, again, just to name a few locations, then you know your descendants are from Shem, who went to Asia. If your descendants are from Ethiopia or Egypt, just to name a few again, then you know your descendants are from Ham, his son who went to Africa, Noah's son who went to Africa. And if your descendants are from Greece, Germany, Spain, France, or the British Isles, just to name a few again, then, then you know your descendants are from Japheth who went to Europe. So in conclusion, God created Adam and Eve, the first man and woman. They populated the earth. God destroyed the earth and all the living creatures except for Noah and his wife and their sons and their wives. Noah's descendants repopulated the earth, and our DNA can be traced back to the beginning. There's this one other comment I want to make, and that's going back to the explanation of DNA, the distinct characteristics or qualities of something or someone, especially when regarded as unchangeable. God may not change our genetic coding, which is considered the, the, the code uh, the code of life. He may not change our genetic coding, but he is surely responsible for its existence and intricacies. God can and will change the heart of man. He makes a change that will escort us into his presence for all eternity. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, and the new is here. So go back and ask yourself the question, DNA, what's all the fuss? We have a lineage that can be traced all the way back to the beginning of time when God created man and male and female, he created them. So with that, I want to say God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you.